your policies, your laws. Let's debate on Night Talk. Yes, let's talk about it. And uh, we thought we could uh, just, uh, you know, unpack what transpired, um, uh, you know, at the march. So Blind South Africa and uh, Section 27 marched to various government departments um, of South Africa, capital Pretoria, to raise awareness about the Marrakesh Treaty. So this was all to ensure equal access to information for the blind. Blind and visually impaired people have access to less than 0.5% of published works available in Braille format. So this, despite last year's constitutional court ruling, which found the Copyright Act unconstitutional for limiting access to reading materials in accessible formats for persons who are blind or visually impaired. And for more on this, uh, we are joined on the line by uh, Christo uh, de Klerk, the Vice President of Blind South Africa. Good evening and welcome to Night Talk. Good evening, Bertha. Good evening, listeners. So we are talking about, uh, you know, the treaty, uh, the Marrakesh Treaty. What exactly is contained in the treaty, first and foremost? The Marrakesh Treaty is one that was adopted 10 years ago by the member states of the World uh, World, uh, Intellectual Property Organization, WIPO. And its purpose was to provide access for blind and other print disabled persons to reading material in accessible format across all countries which have ratified the the treaty. Now, when I talk about accessible formats, I mean Braille, large print, audio, and electronic formats like DAISY, which is an extension of EPUB 3. It is actually EPUB 3 with accessibility features built into it. And, I mean, today's March coincides, like you've just highlighted, with 10th anniversary of the adoption of the Marrakesh Treaty in Morocco. I mean, I'm sitting and asking myself, why is the government taking so long? What is, um, you know, the, the, the hindering aspect here? Yes, we've often engaged with government. The reason they gave us, have been giving us for years, is that they need a legal framework to be put in place which would allow them to ratify the treaty. So the legal framework they wanted was an, an amendment to the Copyright Act of 1978. Now, there is a bickering about the Copyright Amendment Bill, which first came before Parliament in 2016 and it is still being disputed. Uh, it contains the necessary copyright exemptions, which the government says would give them the, the legal foundation. But we went to the Constitutional Court because we were not prepared to wait any longer. We got the judgment in the Constitutional Court last year Mm. where the court found that the 1978 Act was unconstitutional and the court then crafted the wording that should be read in or that has to be, was read into the the old Act with immediate effect to give us the copyright exemption. But that is specifically uh, local to South Africa and still does not give us access to 
books in accessible format in the rest of the world in other countries which have uh, ratified the Marrakesh Treaty. Mm. And looking at, I mean, 118 countries which uh, ratified the Marrakesh Treaty, that basically leaves South Africa as a remaining BRICS country who have not done so, like you've highlighted. Has Parliament made any significant strides or commitment to ensure that, you know, the copyright legislation in South Africa provides that accessibility? Well, we've had lip service from government for many years that they support the Marrakesh Treaty. They have signed it. They were one of the signatories, but they have not ratified it. So, yes, we've had lip service and nothing more. We've had the judgment, uh, and we believe the judgment uh, gives the, the gives government the what they need. There is now no longer any excuse for the delay. But in the nine months since the judgment, government has still not lifted a finger to do anything about it. And that is why we took to the streets today. Mm. And I understand that, you know, in the meantime, you know, the blind people were given the go ahead to convert written material uh, into accessible formats without permission from uh, copyright holders, which basically it, it's, it's almost a contradiction of sorts here. Yes, we have the permission to do it, and and it's a big victory because before the judgment, we needed copyright permission to convert books into braille, large print, audio, daisy, and so on. But when we applied for uh, permission, we got it in 10% of cases only. So 90% of the books that we needed to make accessible, we were not allowed to do. So that was a big victory. We can now take any local book in South Africa and convert it without having to go for permission. Our problem is, though, that we do not have international access, and books may be already accessible in other countries, but we may not use them here. So we need to make the books accessible locally a tremendous cost of time and money. And I can give you an example of converting an average novel into braille. I'm taking novel off uh, as an example because a novel is the easiest thing to do because it does not have uh, things like graphs, uh, graphics, tables, illustration, and that sort of thing. So it's, it's text. It's, it's a simple thing to do. But that takes about a month for an average novel of about 300 pages. And to produce such a master copy costs in the vicinity of 24,000 rand. Whereas the book might be available already and it would not have cost us anything. So that is why we really need the Marrakesh Treaty to be ratified. Mm-hmm. And do you think that you know South Africa's adoption to, uh, to the Marrakesh Treaty will end book famine in the country? It, it will alleviate it tremendously. It would, if I can give you another example, there are two libraries for for blind readers in South Africa. There's Tapeage for the Blind, which uh, provides books in audio format and MP3 format, and there is the SA Library for the Blind in Makanda. They have Braille books and they also have books in in Daisy audio format. The two libraries together have around 30,000 
accessible books. So that's about the limits we have in the country. Whereas um, there is an international library called Bookshare. A blind essay provides free membership to our readers to, to Bookshare. It is the largest uh, internet or largest uh, online library of books in accessible format. It is hosted in the United States. They have over a million books, but because we have not ratified the Marrakesh Treaty, we have access to only about half of that. So, you know, instead of just the, the 30,000 books that are available locally, we could get access to a million books if, if government did its duty. Mm, that's true. It's 18 minutes after 10 and uh, we are having a conversation surrounding uh, Blind South Africa and Section 27. Uh, there was a march and um, basically the, you know, the march is about accessibility and the government saying something else and not stepping up and promising. I mean, this has been in conversation. I would like to believe this particular, uh, you know, intervention or should I say the Marrakesh Treaty uh, was concluded on the 20th. 7th of June 2013. We are now in 2023, but yet there are tiny little discrepancies that just need to be sorted out. And it's a matter of, uh, you know, just having a moment where uh, whoever is in charge sit down and just get it done. The question then becomes, will it be done and will it be done now? What's your view? And of course, we also want to uh, for you to share with us what you think and what is really happening? Why are we slacking as a nation? And this is not to point fingers, but we're just having a conversation to say, let's step up. When we promise something, can we step up and can we just do it? And we are talking to our guest, Christo de Klerk, the Vice President of Blind South Africa. When we get back, we continue with our conversation and also don't hesitate to use our voice note line. That's 0614 uh, so that we can share our views, share our opinions. Let's have a dialogue. Let's have a conversation. And most probably we can come up with a solution. Bertha Charuma on SAFM. And I'm standing in for Oliver on Night Talk tonight. And I'm speaking to our guest, Christo de Klerk, the Vice President of Blind South Africa. And of course, uh, this is in connection with the Marrakesh Treaty, which was concluded way back in 2013. But of course, there are some few discrepancies that need to be sorted out. And of course, the government giving, you know, the people, uh, you know, the blind people, the go ahead to convert written material, which is a plus. It is something something that can, that's plausible, uh, but at the same time, there are just a little bit of, uh, you know, slight issues that need to be sorted out. And coming back to you, uh, uh, Crystal, uh, welcome back to uh, tonight Talk. So there, there was a march, and who was part of the march? We had a lot of support from various organizations, but um, our main support has been Section 27, uh, they were with us today. They were also our lawyers throughout our copyright case. But organizations um, like uh, the South African uh, Guild of Actors, uh, Recreate, uh, Right to Know, uh, Child Law, and, and many others uh, who, were, who were present. I can also say that we have the support of 
PASA, the uh, Publishers Association of South Africa. You know, so it's it's not as if we are a threat to publishers. We're not asking for freebies. You know, freebies. Books are still purchased, but then we need to make them available in a format that we can read them. A sighted person can go to a library, take out a book and read it. We, we cannot do that. We, we can buy the book, we take it from a library, but then we still need to convert the book so that we can read it. Mm. And and you had a memorandum. I mean, you had about, what, 4,500 signatures. That's quite a large mm. number. That's a very big number. <clears throat> do you have the confidence that it will be um, impactful? <laughs> yeah. Yes, uh, yeah, we had over 5,000 uh, signatures on our uh, petition in the end. Memorandum uh, was handed over. Uh, five copies to four government departments and to the presidency. And we we are sure they're pretty aware of us now. Uh, so we we are hopeful. <clears throat> they when they accepted the memorandum, said they would pass on our message and the memorandum. They would revert to us within a week or so. Um, so that all sounds positive, but these politicians, we're not sure we can trust them. So. I think the best I can say is that I am skeptically optimistic. I like that, skeptically optimistic. <laughs> Let's. I suppose we just have to keep, you know, optimism going at, you know, uh, considering the environment that we are in politically, economically and otherwise. And what would you like to see? you know, going forward. I know that you, you want, you know, this uh, the, the Marrakesh Treaty sorted out and, um, you know, everything to be in black and white. Once, once that is done, what, what would be the ideal situation for you before I let you go? <clears throat> well, um, you know, if we have the Marrakesh Treaty, then... We have access to to all those books. Uh, we can we have hundreds of thousands of books more than we have now. We will not have to spend tremendous amounts of money to uh, to reproduce books that already exist. So, you know, as far as we are concerned, that that battle is won. We we still support the copyright amendment bill that is before Parliament because there are other aspects of the bill that that. We need so, although this battle will be won, the fight is still not over. Um, you know, we support um, the fair use principle of the copyright amendment bill, and I can give you one example there. The fair use principle says that if a book is not locally is not available, or if it is exorbitantly priced it may be copied. Um, now, considering the cost of making a book uh, accessible and the, the tremendous cost of some books, especially those used by students, we would benefit greatly from the, the provisions of the uh, Copyright Amendment Bill that is uh, currently being disputed. Well, Christo de Klerk, the Vice President of Blind South Africa, thank you so much for joining us this evening. Um, this has been quite insightful, and sometimes I think we, 
as just the citizens, we we kind of like leave, we have blind spots, let me put it that way, where certain matters are just kind of like ignored and left to just roll or just happen by themselves. Thank you so much for also opening our our eyes and being uh, cognizant of the fact that, you know, this really needs to be sorted out. I mean, just a few months ago, we, we were all, you know, in, in panic about how our children are not reading. And here we are. We are basically the hindrances of progress. And I, and I'm, I just uh, enjoy the fact that, you know, when we have such conversations, we also have to take blame for, you know, some of our problems that we have. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. Though. And thank you very much for the opportunity. Have a pleasant evening. Thank you. Bye for now. That's Night Talk still to come on the show. Uh, 11 o'clock, you know that uh, the lines are opened and whatever it is that is on your mind, uh, let's share it on our, you know, our WhatsApp. Our voice note line is 0614104107. Let's have a discussion. Let's have a conversation. And also our line will be opened. That's 0860002032. Whatever it is that that's niggling your mind or something that you'd like to discuss, it could be a feel-good story, or it could be basically service delivery, which is a conversation we have on a daily basis, or maybe something that's happening in your area where you just feel it needs to be shared, or a warning of sorts in your area, whatever it is that is on your mind, let's share it right here on Night Talk. But otherwise, still to come, I'll be chatting to Professor Eric uh, Atmo, Director of the Center for Early Childhood Development. And basically, This is about when we went through COVID, a lot happened. So 496 million rand uh, was allocated for a program for early childhood uh, development centers uh, to mitigate the effects of COVID uh, pandemic, uh, which has come to an end. What has happened to those millions? Were they allocated? And if so, to who and where, how, when and why? Well, we know why, but basically we want to find out. It's almost like doing housekeeping. But otherwise, um, if you would like to share in that regard as well, make sure you do call us on 0614104107. It is 29 minutes after 10. Let's just take a slight break. We'll be back.